0: Wait, so you were locked in the Port Authority? Hey! Yo! (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to be honest, I heard that happening, and I was like, I'm going to let that happen, and it's going to be the intro to the episode.
1: (laughs) All right, well, hello, everyone. Um... This week, I'm so hype. Well, I know Cole is too, but we have a very special guest, um, my good, dear friend, Doug, which, Doug, I was thinking, should we tell the story of how we met?
2: Oh, my God. Yes, please.
1: I feel like it took me a minute, like I I thought about it before, and I can't really remember, but I do remember.
2: I remember. Oh, okay. Let me think. Because (laughs) I'm thinking of two different instances um, the one instance of how Asshole came on to me, which wasn't how we met, or was it?
1: No, we met, so, we were interning together.
2: I know, but like, I'm. why am I thinking, oh, whatever. I know, likeable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, we interned together, but I, I, wait, are you talking about, so we, okay, so for everyone, we, Doug and I went to college together. And we ran pretty much in like parallel universes, so to speak. Like we are, were like two ships in the night, just kind of like always missing each other. All of our friends were this, yeah. yeah. We're the same friends. Like, and yet my junior, our junior year was we were interning. So he had already been interning at this place, like well media for a little while. And, um, I was, I started interning that summer and we literally just started talking and I was like, so where do you go to college? And he's like, He's like, I go to St. John's. I'm yeah. like,
3: you were like, what? <laughs>
1: like, I'm like, wait, oh, no, wait. Me? Yeah, it was like, I was like, I was like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, I'm involved on the step team. And I was like, wait, a lot of my friends are on the step team. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is my best friend. And he said someone's name. And I was like, wait, that's one of my best friends. So oh. literally just like two shifts in the night. And that's how we met each other. But ever since, um, yeah, we've just like, we've been so, so close. And actually, my brother-in-law works with Doug. With like, me? it. it yeah, like, it feels like, at like, at their actual jobs, it feels like no matter what, like, our worlds will always, always be, be collided. It's,
2: yeah. it's, like, the perfect, the perfect representation of a Venn diagram.
1: Yes, like, consistently always, always colliding, and, um... You'll
2: never get rid of me.
1: That's totally fine. I never want to get rid of you. I very much feel like, uh, Cole, I don't know if you, I mean, I'm sure you do have, like, friends that, like, you very much have seen their growth and development and, like, You feel like you've kind of always been growing and developing, like where you are, and you see them doing it, and you're kind of just like you're rooting for your like you're rooting for them while you're also like rooting for your own growth and development. That's kind of what Mm -hmm. like Doug has been for for me. So I don't know if you
0: absolutely,
1: yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I would say you are one of those people. (laughs) Like, oh, uh, I am. Yeah, but well, yeah, of course. Uh, We've all known
2: each other for what
0: ever. Yeah. it feels like that like right you said 15 years and i was yeah. like that's not true and then i'm like oh yeah that's right that is true That is crazy. very much true yes. um what i was gonna say is i remember you i'm trying to think of when i met doug because i met him a handful of times do you remember doug because yes i am always drunk <laughs>
3: and i remember me too well i
0: was and like I remember Anna bringing you to, I thought this is, and you can very well correct me right now. I thought she brought you to a party and I remember dancing with you and like, I hadn't even come out yet either. And I was just like, man, I'm not not dancing with straight guys anymore. Like this is so much better. Like this is the best man I've ever danced with period. Um, And that's that's what my, but please go ahead and tell me because you probably have a clearer memory of this.
2: I'm pretty sure it was at. It was a bar in Brooklyn.
0: Yep. I'm pretty sure it was a bar in Brooklyn. It was like
2: either you are celebrating Anna's birthday or celebrating another one of your friends' birthday, and yeah. it was. Where was it? Oh wait, I just drove by it the other day. Shit. It's it's
1: Ooh. like a um, it's like wait. call it it's that bar with like the PBRs and the shots that were used to be five dollars.
0: Yes. Oh. What was the name oh, of the fucking bar? Wait. I'm sorry, you know, you're naming like every bar in Brooklyn right now,
1: right? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the one we had been to a few times. And then when we went again and it was like exponentially more because of like obviously gentrification, you were like, fuck this place, fuck these hipsters. You were like really, really annoyed. Macri
3: Park.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to say, I was like, park is in the name for some reason. I was like, <laughs> yes. Because yep. we had gone there
1: like, n- like, oh my God. Uh, I feel like Eric wanted to go there one night and you were like,
0: fuck these like fires, fuck yeah. the What was also happening that night is the bouncer was chasing me around because he <laughs> told me to remove my hat when yep. I came in. Oh, yes, okay, so didn't. this was... And I didn't because I was like, <laughs> you're talking about me to remove my hat in this bar. Like, it's the... I'm looking at how out of the way everyone's dress. So I did and then I put it back on immediately and he appeared behind me like a ghost and was like, did I tell you to remove your hat?
2: And you're like I don't care. I want to leave it on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Way to uh, yeah, great. teamwork that... on connecting the dots there. Love it. Yeah, Doug, you, Doug, the, Doug the drunk has does.
1: been. Yes, Doug has officially been like the friend that I always go to dance with. Like that is pretty much his designated job. Like when we're out, I'm like, Doug, dance floor. You, me. Like he Absolutely. is. Just, like, you are such a great, great dancer. I would great dancer. Ten out of ten. But yeah, I'm so freaking happy you're you're here um, and you're talking to us. Um, you know, I always value your thoughts and your perspective. And I just think that obviously Cole and I have so many fucking thoughts every week that it's like, let's throw another person in this mix. Um,
2: Absolutely. I'm sorry it's okay. taken so long to get me here, but I'm here.
1: As always, you were worth the wait. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> you were, you I love were that. You were worth the wait. Don't tell um, so Zen you,
3: that.
1: I will 100% be telling Zen that. Um. <laughs> I was here first I love Zen you know I genuinely enjoy you're them right. but I was here first bros before wait how would it work I don't,
2: I don't know you
1: know what I'm
2: trying to say <laughs> I definitely know what you're trying to say
1: I don't want to call Zen a hoe but you know what I mean Zen,
2: <laughs> love Zen you, Zen. I you Zen Zen is <laughs> a sweetheart
1: <laughs> Zen is a sweetheart okay but are you ready for your okay so because obviously you're on a podcast two bros from Brooklyn we have uh, questions that we like to ask our guests that are very New York themed, New York influenced. Uh, last time Kristen was our guest, um, I, we've added like two questions, I believe, but right. um, I think you'll appreciate them, especially the, like one of them is like really kind of your area of expertise. Um, but okay, so the first one is if New York was a person, you know, she had a personality, mm-hmm. what is the word that you would say describes her best? She is.
2: Cool. She is is I feel like it's too easy to say she's crazy but I would say she is dicey
3: Ooh, yeah, and I don't mean that in a
2: bad way so much as like you can go anywhere or she can be in manifest and show up as herself as the sweetest person in the world and another time she can show up as the worst person you ever want to be around it's true all in the you. same night.
0: yeah oh that was good that, that was, was a really good one yeah that was great yeah.
1: Okay, right. what is your bodega order?
2: Um if I'm in a like a real if I'm bodega. I'm in a a real, real bodega? See, okay, the problem with that is you know I'm from Jersey and they don't have this in New York that much. Yes. But give me a Taylor Hammeg and cheese. Oof. And I'll be set.
1: Wow. That's it. Yes. You okay, so yes, you are from Jersey, but so this is something Cole and I discussed. I was like, but technically you have Pretty much, like existed and lived in New York City. I feel like this point more than me because you work there. You like have worked there. Well, and like like we said, we went to college together, so you lived in Queens with me. Like,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, you've grown up in like a very like you have New York influence. So you're not like one hundred
2: percent.
1: I would say you are very Jersey because you do love Jersey. I do. You do love Jersey, which most people
2: don't. But you know what? That's fine. Fuck them. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) I feel like most people from Jersey. Do love Jersey exactly? I,
0: yeah, I was gonna say i that seems pretty on on brand because like oh, you mean like everybody else doesn't?
2: Yeah, yeah, everybody else hates Jersey, but I'm like, that's fine.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. Fine. that's <laughs> a good point.
1: So Taylor Ham, is there any other like when you're actually in New York City and there is no Taylor Ham?
2: I mean, bacon, egg, and cheese like that can that can happen in the morning. That can happen at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock, four o'clock. <sighs> so nice. That it depends funny. on how if I'm out that night and coming home drunk. Seemed- Yes. Or the thing is so, all right, so then there's also the layer of pizza and like different pizza combinations because like
1: mm.
2: it's not a bodega order so much as what's my drunk night order. Ooh, that's
1: a good point. That's a really I good would point.
0: I would say pizza and halal are also on that list. Uh easy. Right. Cole Absolutely. and I have
1: talked extensively about the halal guys, the original halal guys, the Third Avenue. 50s,
2: yeah, Fifth, Third Avenue.
0: Isn't it Third I mean. Avenue? Are no, it was 57th and 6th. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. The, or something the, along around there. Like 57th or 50. What did you say? 1596?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not that far from Rockefeller Center. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, those are one. the original. Yes. You I mean, correct.
2: now they've like expanded their chain. There's the one in Jersey, which I've gone to on a few occasions, to be completely honest. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's
3: good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's low. It's like, great. Do it's great. <laughs> Uh, I like to think that the atmosphere of New York is why intensity is so much better um, okay. okay so what is the most like New York thing to ever happen to you so like maybe a moment or a story that you've ever experienced that you're like shit only in fucking New York City or like oh my god like where else would this ever happen I feel like you, you definitely have a, oh my a- god. so good luck picking one I okay. think that's also so far Cola that's my favorite question to ask people because they're like <laughs> A, where the fuck do I choose?
0: And B, you truly never know the way the story. Yeah, go. this, this is definitely yeah. my, my favorite question because I'm just I'm, so many. I've, I've. There are too many. Yeah, Coles and I are like very like serene, cute. Like, like
1: I mean, I gave quiet. you
0: a serene one, but I could have also given you the the time that like I was stuck at Eighth Avenue and like the dirty rainwater from the torrential downpour was like coming down on me and I could do nothing. <laughs> like. I gave you a pretty one because I'm like, I'm trying to be romantic about the city and not like, <laughs> I have to go get a tetanus shot now, you know?
3: <laughs> fair, fair. Oh my god.
0: Mine uh, was,
1: yeah, mine was like when the city's quiet at like 7am once you get off the train going to work. Oh yeah. And it's just going like, to work?
2: You mean time. coming home from the club and the sun rising I and you just walked out? T- and t- like, oh my that, god.
1: That too. I can't <laughs> lie. That is we both, we both been, Yeah, we Yeah, we've, we definitely have. I feel like
2: the, the hard thing about picking one is the unfortunate reality for me, the only in New York moments that have always centered around some guy that I'm fucking at the time. Um, <laughs> it literally sends looking at me like, Oh, this is you're here. You've heard these stories. All right. It's fine. Um, I mean, the one, the, oh, I don't want to bring anything up related to your birthday because that's, that is heavy. Oh uh, my birthday?
1: Which
2: one? Uh, The one where you crashed in... in... Washington Heights, was it? Oh, my God. The one where... The <laughs> she one doesn't that even I remember. Back because do. the person who lived there actually left oh my
1: god yes that is definitely a new york story that is a new york Um, story
2: i'm not gonna say that one but we will i will will lean into the fact
1: okay i'll tell you i'll tell you about that one later that is definitely one of those ones yeah that is definitely an
0: offline story to to all our listeners if you want to subscribe to this patreon that i'm creating just for this moment if you pay me five hundred dollars that's the only tier we'll send you the story It
1: is actually a great story. Like that
0: it is, is check- one of those make the check payable to cash um, and yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. 100% the only the only way that I will tell that story is if you you pay Cole 500 bucks. Like that's period.
3: That is, that, that's um,
2: fair. That so I would say my
3: uh,
2: one of my best New York stories my brother's birthday we took him out for maybe his 22nd and they mm-hmm. came in from Jersey it was really lovely. We went to this super dope underground club in like meatpacking district because we were like, Hey, I want to show you a good time. Um, love my brother's death. He's since gotten better at going out and partying. Um, but for some reason, <laughs> not only did he get, he dropped his glass in the club. So it shattered on the floor, but then he tried to go pick up the glass and then cut his hand open so then i gave him my nice burberry shirt to change into because he had blood on his shirt so i took that off i had a t-shirt under so it was still like dressy t-shirt tucked it in with some jeans and like i had some nice neat shoes on so like Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i looked like i was just like chilling so i gave him my shirt somehow that ended up having a hole in it by the end of the night um (laughs) which whatever but the best part about it is we then got kicked out and uh i'm glad nobody at home my brother's a sweetheart so please if you if he's hearing this whoops um <laughs> but, but the part very new york is we went to port authority that night to go back mm-hmm. home because we had to take like the bus or we drove in and we parked with Port authority we went into the the station to use the bathroom and when we went to leave the station from using the bathroom all of the doors are locked.
0: Wait, so you were locked in the port authority?
2: We were locked in the port authority. We had to go downstairs to the basement level, walk out of where the buses were coming in and out of in order oh to get God. out.
0: Oh. I'm surprised oh my you're alive. God. Wait, I I didn't know. I just assumed because of the port authority is a bus terminal that I mean, I know <laughs> buses don't run all night, I guess, cuz they they go, you know, elsewhere and not run but I mm-hmm. didn't know they actually like lock it down.
2: They lock how it down.
0: Long, to, how long did New you Jersey
2: Transit. Go? Um oh. Like five seconds because I, one, commuted every day. So like I knew all the okay. exits, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, okay, great. We need to leave here. We have people waiting for us at the car. And how do we get out when we can't go through the main entrances and exits?
1: You got locked in Port Authority.
2: I got locked in Port Authority.
1: Holy shit, that is a good <laughs> that is a good New York that moment. Is, um, insane. Wow. Um, what is your favorite borough or area in that borough? So like Astoria, L I C, things
3: like that. Ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. I uh, just mean
1: both places from Queens.
2: Yeah, you did. I mean, there's beauty to all of the boroughs that I have frequented. Queens will always have like Jamaica will mm-hmm. always have my heart because of St. John's. Mm -hmm. um especially a double J sandwich um forever i mean i love manhattan like just Mm -hmm. being able to get off work go to like happy hour or something like hang out with friends um soho is probably one of the areas i spend a lot of time in
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um so yeah i would pick manhattan maybe soho
1: i love soho um I did a, did you, so did you ever take Discover New York? You had to, yes. right? because You went to St. John, So mm-hmm. that was like the freshman year seminar. I think I might've talked about it already on the podcast, but I had to write a whole paper on the history of Soho and why like basically Mr. Houston, like whoever like was one mm. of the people that like helped name it, um, yeah. is one of like New York's most iconic like people in history or something like that like I remember for discover New York I had to write that whole paper and I had to go to Soho for it and I too think Soho is one of my top three favorite um it's places
3: so great in New York.
1: like in Manhattan I should say every time I say New York obviously I mean Manhattan but you know yeah
3: we're like sure
2: most people, people
1: listening don't know that <laughs> well no they refer to it as New York City but they refer to the boroughs as New York City too
2: I mean no. uh, yeah
0: I do that a lot. I feel like I interchange, like, where are you from? I'm from New York City, but I'm from Brooklyn. But, you know, but but, like, I feel like inner, like, I don't know, like, outside of the East Coast, they don't, they don't understand that. So I make it more of a point to say I'm from Brooklyn. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just because if I tell somebody out here that I'm from New York City, they're like, in Manhattan. And I'm like, no, but like, no. Yeah. (laughs) that's fair. Um, and then the last one is
1: your favorite New York native artist. And so this could be a musician, film, actual artist, like author.
2: Anyway. That one's hard. That's a good I mean,
1: question. That
2: is a really good question. I mean, I don't want to cop out and say Jay-Z.
1: That's mine. So you wouldn't <laughs> be topping out. But I know it's yours, but... <laughs>
2: I, it's, I'm saying it. As, I don't want to be not necessarily copping out, but like I also like yeah, Jay Z is an icon of New York, but mm-hmm. that's I'm. Can I get back to you on that? I really yeah. don't know. <laughs> I have.
0: Yeah. What up? <laughs> you can think of it. Literally- anybody right now
2: I'm yes
0: yeah there we go i was trying to even think of this for myself and i'm like did it did i say one on this show yet because i'm like i don't think i did and i can't even think of one like off because jay-z yeah is obviously up there but uh exactly there's got to be like i'm sure there's plenty of other i'm thinking of like actors and filmmakers and people that I, I always go around telling everybody else like they're from new york how cool is that <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there, yes, there
1: are, I mean, we did like a whole episode on like some of our favorite actresses like that are yeah. native to New York. So like, mm-hmm. no, we've never answered this question, but I technically have because when we did the music episode, I said that oh, when yeah. we were talking about New York, I was saying that Jay-Z is arguably my,
2: probably. I mean, yeah, he is the top person, you know, he's pretty much iconic and, 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 and Synonymous with New York when you say artist, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, I love Alicia Keys, specifically from an artistic mm-hmm. perspective as well. So maybe she's that person. It's really hard because, like, as I scroll through a list of <laughs> New Yorkers, <laughs>
3: that's,
2: um, that's that's where I'm going to leave that for now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to you. I'm gonna text you one day and be like this is my solid wreck on who my favorite New York.
0: I will then share it with the people. Perfect.
2: <laughs> the people <laughs> deserve to know.
0: Actually, they you do. know what? No, you don't get that either unless you send me another $200. <laughs> <laughs> so they just made $700 off of Doug.
3: Hey, let's do I'm it. I'm
0: splitting <laughs> this between the three of us, obviously, but yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yes,
0: I co-sign on all of that, though,
1: because they <laughs> are his stories. That's fair. Um... All right. Well, thank you for for playing, even though you answered only four of the five. Uh, That's fine.
2: I answered five of the five. I answered.
1: Yes, no, you did. I'm kidding. I'm
2: just I'm four kidding. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Vanessa Carlton was from New York.
1: She is. Whoa. Yeah. Do we want to
0: claim her? Uh, we'll think. Fig- we'll We'll think about that.
2: Only because yeah. of what's the song? That, do, 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 do. What's the name of it?
0: That's it. Thousand, thousand
2: miles, miles, miles. Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm like. I only, I think I only. That song's only really that popular because of that movie, White Chicks.
2: Because of White Chicks, which you know, there are moments in that where I'm just like, "Yes, that shit is hysterical." It is really, but. really funny. Um,
0: um, heads up, y'all! My uh, meeting is apparently going to end in ten minutes. Uh, what is, is happening? Because is Mercury, a <laughs> Well, let me tell you why. Uh, I don't think. By the way, I'm leaving this in the episode. Uh, the Zoom meeting we're on, as no one knows because they only listen to this, will end. But our voices will continue to carry through the recording that we're doing. So we actually don't need to do anything. <laughs> and I can only- You always... son of a bitch. It is. It, fr- fucking Mercury is in retrograde. Is oh, it really? Really? Yes. No,
1: February 30th, it's fe- I mean, January 30th to February 21st.
0: Anyway, this is not so much a Mercury and Retrograde thing as it is Cola doesn't have the upgraded version of Zoom, because uh, that costs money thing, so... Yeah, I mean, nobody wants that. Exactly. So I'm, I am I could send y'all another link after this, but it's not going to stop recording, so we could just keep powering through.
2: Perfect. I want to see your faces, so...
0: Yeah. Yes. That
1: yeah. makes it a little bit more authentic, but um, okay, so yeah, one of the other things, so th- again, thank you for answering the four and a half questions. We... Are again just so thankful that you're that you're here with us. Um, of one of the things I wanted to talk about is: Have either of you seen the viral TikTok of the feta pasta? Is what it's called. That's so like oh what's been God. like going viral. Yes. No. Okay, Doug. I'm so glad. Yeah. Are you Are you on TikTok?
2: No, I'm not on TikTok, but I saw it on because you know everybody posts to TikTok and Instagram because like efficiencies. Why not? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah what do you think okay. of it what are, what are your thoughts
1: i really i kind of want to try it only because and i feel but i feel disrespectful as an italian saying that like i feel Why? like i betrayed
0: my people wait what is the situation with this feta thing so and
1: the reason okay, so there's also the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Doug's arguably like one of the best cooks, like I know. Like he is like a food, like I
3: love cooking. Yes,
1: like Italians, yes, it Like we love food, but like Doug is like passionate about food and like loves to experiment with different things and create new dishes. So like it's a it's a part of his like creative genius brain. But hmm. um, it's a block, so you take a block of feta cheese, like a straight-up block of feta cheese, and in a baking dish, and you surround it with like baby tomatoes or like grape tomatoes, and you Like throw some olive oil, some like Italian seasoning, and then um, basil, like fresh basil. and garlic. Yes, and garlic. Thank you. And you throw it in the oven, you bake it, and it creates like this like sauce, like right where you take it out and then you mix it all together. And then just on your stove, you make pasta regular and you throw it in. And so many people are saying it is absolutely delicious.
2: I feel like it's got to be delicious, though.
0: Really? I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't know what do you what, Doug probably yeah you're, let's get the chefs uh thoughts yeah. first because like my thought is it's probably delicious but it sounds so heavy
1: yeah that's mm-hmm. what I would think or like I don't know like what is the feta cheese like I don't know what it would be comparable to in taste like it wouldn't be like an Alfredo sauce you know what I mean no. like so it's like hard for me to wrap my head around
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: what
1: what it would. Like, it's cheese, so of course it's going to be delicious.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it adds a little bit of bite. It adds more, like, acidity than, like, a Parmesan would. But, like.
1: It is creamy.
2: I don't know. It's very creamy. But that's the thing. is It mixes really well. So, like, once it starts to roast and really, like, kind of break down. Like, once you mix it together with the tomatoes, like, that makes. I don't. I might have to try this. I don't really know if it's my thing, but I might have to.
1: I think I'm going to as well. Like, I think I'm going to do it and like, I, I don't do TikTok, but I think I will, I have to do it. Let's
2: like, regroup. Let's regroup on this next week. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to know.
1: <laughs> let's, let's follow up next week on how did the pasta making go? But Cola, would you eat it? Yeah, I'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I feel, but I feel like I, I was nervous. Oh, I like, I was like, oh, is this like offensive to, no. like, if my grandmother ever found out, like, what would she think? First
0: of all, I would say there's like any, any time someone says something's offensive to Italians, I'm like, no, it's not like, I don't <laughs> like you just, at this point, like the point we've reached, like there's not, we're no, no. Right. <laughs> that is also fair. But uh, I like. All feta- of the
2: gardens offensive to Italians.
0: Actually, that's true. I, th- you're, you're correct. Doug, that's, that is. That's it. That's the only that's, the that's, thing. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's Wait, it. what?
2: Olive Garden. Olive
1: Garden. That is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Oh,
3: well, not macaroni like,
2: grill, Olive Garden. Right.
1: What the fuck is macaroni grill? What? What's macaroni You've never grill? heard
2: of macaroni grill.
1: No. Oh.
2: It's another one of the like chain Italian restaurants.
1: Are they in New York? Wait, Olive Garden's in New York. New Jersey. Oh my god. Okay, so I have another thing that I wanted to talk to you all about. Um oh. <laughs> No, this one is like very random. It has nothing to do with food. But okay. I have recently become obsessed. Hold on. I've recently become obsessed with this show. So thank God for Netflix, the auto, the autoplay mm-hmm. um, feature. Because it just randomly started playing the show. Have you watched it on MTV? It's called Are You The One?
2: You see, I know somebody who was on Are You The One? Wait. Because they so were why? A, bo- a bartender at Boxers.
1: Wait, who was it? Wait, in what season? Um,
2: It was one of the more recent seasons, I think. Okay,
1: then I have not seen that. But I know someone who is on season one and they are from Brooklyn.
3: Oh. Who?
1: And he is an awful human <laughs> being. I'm not doing a really good job. I'm not doing a really good job because there's literally only one person from Brooklyn on the show. I don't like know, know him, but he dated a girl that we went to high school with, I think, Cola. Yeah. And... Um,
0: I Before you even said that, I was pulling this up because there's this weird thing in my mind that when someone says they're from Brooklyn, I'm like, I have to know you one way or another. There's no way that I don't.
1: <laughs> Correct. So like, I don't like know, know them. So I'm not going to like say anything bad about them. But what I will say is that he is a quintessential New York brooklyn italian guy like although i will say this he has fantastic eyebrows um and the whole i've been, i can't, i can't look away but more so of the fact of like just the way he's talking to the girls on this
0: like show
2: i mean like I, those shows like fuck oh God,
0: oh. yes you can't even see him you just see the eyebrows no no you i definitely see just
2: me. see the eyebrows
0: but you you know him uh we definitely don't have friends in common. You, you do too on Facebook. You do on Facebook because it's girls you went to high school with. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Who are I telling high school you this fucking this this guy? I was gonna about it- to use an Italian slur, but then I realized I'm like kind of pushing it with that, especially yeah. on. YouTube. But um, <laughs> who is anyway,
1: she just reminds me literally the whole time of. Like the episode where you and I were talking about like why I had no interest in ever dating Italian men, especially from Brooklyn.
0: Oh, this dude—he definitely yeah. does not eat pussy. Like I yes! looking at him, looking yes! at him, looking at him. I don't even need. What's wrong with to, him? I don't even need to know anything about him. I just look at him and I know he doesn't. And that's. But have you
1: never heard? Have you never heard me and Cola's take on Italian men?
2: Oh um, no! I want I want to hear this.
1: The reason, well, the reason why I never wanted to date like an Italian guy, like from Brooklyn, especially, is because they don't, they don't eat, they don't eat pussy.
2: They don't eat the box. No. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> like, why would you? I mean, I'm a gay male, and I have. <laughs> like, yes,
0: Doug. There you go. Yes. Like, Even you. I mean, didn't I'm not an Italian
2: man, but like, it's fine.
0: You are most.
1: I mean, you could be. There's somewhere, there's, there's theory somewhere along the line that you could be Italian. I
3: mean, why not? (laughs) Um,
1: but yeah, I looked at it like, I'm so glad you just said that, Cole, because I was like, I hope she knows what I'm implying. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a thing. I don't, we don't, we still don't really know where it comes from. But like, growing up, like a lot of my brother's friends and a lot of all of them, like anytime they ever talked about dating a girl they would basically say that like going down on a woman is like quote unquote gay, like, like only, or like weak or, you know what I mean? Like, like, or as the children would now call it, this is what my nephew taught me recently is
0: you're a simp. First of all, children should not be using that word because they don't actually know (laughs) what that means. Yes, I would agree.
1: Um, That is essentially what the equivalent of, of that, I guess, like, for Italian men would... would ha- Or growing up, that's what they were taught, or I was taught. So I just had never no interest in ever dating them. And he just reminded me the whole time. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking glad.
0: Did, did he make it a point to say that on this program? No, he did not. Okay. He did fuck one of the girls, though. Oh.
2: Of course. It's a reality TV dating show. Like, what the fuck do you expect?
1: <laughs> I mean... Did well- I...
2: Random, did I tell you about the time that a reality TV dating show reached out to me? What? For casting. No.
0: What? Oh. No, please tell us about this.
2: Yes. Okay. So And you're
0: hot, so I would totally watch that show.
2: <laughs> oh, thanks, babe. Um <laughs> I declined. They've reached out oh. to me twice, actually. Interesting. So for for the for the fans or the viewers or listeners or whatever we call them. <laughs> I love you all. Sorry. This is my first time on a podcast and we're being completely transparent
1: doing, you're doing great
2: <laughs> um so no i was uh funny enough i was i'm setting the stage i was at a holiday party for my job mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. at the bar and i get an email um from or sorry was it a, it was an email and it was like hey sorry your instagram i have my emails linked on mm-hmm. both of my accounts by uh so for those that don't know i'm a model as well as a producer um, yeah, i don't think background. Back um, I got an email. I was like, hey, came across your model page. Um, I'm casting for this show. It's a reality TV you know, dating show that's going to be on HBO Max. It's called 12 Dates of Christmas. And I was HBO like, Max. what? I'm, I was like, this, this can't be real. It actually just started airing, I think, recently. So for those who are interested, take a look. It's a, a reality TV dating show centered around a couple or people. Going on dates to see if they're like a match and if they like love each other. It's definitely holiday themed. They were going to put me up in like a really dope castle-ish type of location in like Europe somewhere. And you Um, said no. Hell yeah, I said no.
1: (laughs) But like why?
2: Because I felt, one, I don't need my family seeing my romantic life on TV. Good point period I actually actually asked my parents about it i was like hey i gotta reach out to this thing like mom dad like what do you think my dad was like well everybody knows you're gay so like that's fine and my mom was, <laughs> and my mom was like no don't do it i was like okay cool
1: <laughs> fair and meanwhile cole and i just talk about gay men i mean italian men don't need a pussy so sorry mom and dad
0: <laughs> I don't think what? my dad, I think my dad knows better than to listen to this now. Um. Yeah,
1: I think he's, he's probably learned his lesson. My, par- my parents ask me all the time when they could stream, like where they can stream it or listen to it live on the radio. And I'm like, you can't.
3: Like so, I-,
1: I wish we were on the radio. I know. They're so cute, though. They're uh- actually, Doug, yeah. my parents did just recently ask about you and how you were doing. Uh, how
2: are they doing? Yeah. They're,
1: you know, they're okay. My dad, yeah. uh, he has to have a he's having some issues with his heart, so he'll have a he has to have a set put in um next week. So and it, I have an the surveyers, so you can keep him in your thoughts and prayers. I'd really appreciate that. Of course um, you know I will. Yeah. And but he's good. He's he's my dad. You know, he never fucking skips a beat. Just yep. the good old guy that he is. Um yeah, he's good. I'll call you to something like
2: <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Woo! how many times how often do you get this how often does this happen rather uh
0: not that often because usually it's just us um so Mm. i I guess because there's a third person yeah because zoom is weird (laughs) um yeah because zoom is weird so they're just like uh you know if if it's more than two people like you have to upgrade to their like paid whatever uh otherwise yeah otherwise it it it
1: well that's that's also good to know because i I use my zoom one for work so if you have like a work one it it gives you unlimited one so for our next like guest i can send the link for us so that we don't have to worry about that but that is good to know i was just wondering why that's never happened for you and i but that does make sense um but yeah my dad's good (laughs) thanks for asking sorry Cole, you're gonna have a lot of editing work to do on this episode
0: (laughs) I don't think it'll be that bad. I'm actually gonna leave the Zoom stuff in because I think it's funny, and because we've acknowledged that Mercury is in retrograde. In fact, maybe I'll name it that. Is. Maybe I'll throw that into the episode. Yep. It's like Mercury's in retrograde, and we have a great guest. <laughs>
1: do, do
0: you, Doug? You do you believe that stuff?
2: Um, I know,
1: like we we've, we've talked about astrology and things like that before. But do you? We've definitely that stuff? talked
2: about astrology. Do I believe in it? Um, I actually, kind of mentioned this to Zen. I don't know that I believe in it so much as i do feel that there are like there's some sort of spiritual energy around how people approach astrology if that makes sense so like not necessarily for me i guess what can what i'm confused about with astrology is like when people are like oh talking about somebody they know oh well they're uh x whatever sign that's why they act like that when it's like no that person can just very well be an asshole and you're <laughs> you're putting like you're putting a, a sign on them because you think that sign represents their personality, okay. when it might not That's, be true. That's where th- I'm worried yeah. about. It.
1: So then you believe there's spiritual energy that surrounds it.
2: Yeah, I'm more spiritual than I am astrological, and I'm you know we've talked about this from a religion perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know many other queer Christians, and. Yes that's always a fun conversation to have with people. Luckily I'm in a beautiful relationship with somebody who loves it and acknowledges it and encourages it and encourages me to express my spirituality and Christianity. So,
1: do And I feel like you are probably the only person I know that does identify as, as queer and has such a strong Christian tie. Like I, I chalk you up as to being like one of the, biggest reasons why I have even considered or looked into like church things mm-hmm. in the last like three years well and like you know I'm dating someone who actually really really cares deeply about those things so that. like that has obviously pushed a lot of pressure that way but um you and I have kind of you've helped me externally process a lot of that stuff but like how do you think how do you, how do you I guess how do you find meeting in that then as a queer person because so many people who are queer don't mm-hmm. find meaning anywhere because of what it's always taught them, right? Like, or what the messaging around it has always said.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's honestly, it's it's it was it's been difficult overall my whole life, primarily because so backstory. I grew up in like a you know a Christian environment. My parents were super religious, like you know mm-hmm. church going, et cetera, et cetera. I went to a, um I went to public school majority of my young life. And then in middle school, I switched to a private school. And it was um, actually a private Christian school that my dad went to high school at when he was um, in schooling and growing up. So I went to that same school. And it was obviously, you know, they kind of like, oh, you know, gays are bad, sin, sin, mm-hmm. sin, sin, yada, 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 blah blah, 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 blah. And like, I still kind of kept up with I guess, a certain level of faith, even throughout college, primarily because, you know, when you grow up in, in some sort of religious background, like you always kind of resonate with it in some way, um, going to St. John's, of course, a Catholic institution, like Mm -hmm. there's still going to be some level of like conversation around it. Um, but I actually had a really good friend of mine, um, who I would go to church with, um when I would come back to Jersey. And she and I grew up together at the church that I went to growing up. And she was always like fully accepting. She was like, no, live your best life, live your truth because like, that's what it is. Like, it's who you are, like, you can't change that. Um, And I think the the time that I really, I guess the moment in time that I really was like, own my truth as a, a gay or queer individual and also lean into the fact that, you know, it, it is possible to still be Christian and still be a person of faith was, um, I was, I forget, I think it was, I forget where I was or what service or what sermon or whatever it was. But somebody said to me, or somebody said, and they were giving a message, they were like, oh, you know, why do you think there are so many different types of people in the world? and the person they were interviewing or talking with was like, I don't know, they were like, because like God as an entity is so infinite that there are so there has to be so many people that are made in different colors, backgrounds, for like so many different spaces because that is the only way to encapsulate the full idea or quantity of God or what God is or who God is. Right. So if that were the case, even from just a race perspective or even if just from a queer and a queer perspective, or just like wherever you want to put it, if that is how God is, or the, the experience of God is that big and that infinite, why couldn't there be, why couldn't I be queer and also still yeah. believe in it? Right. Why can't I have those different levels of conversation, even within myself and and comfort within myself and i think ever since i heard that i was just like fully you yeah. know 100 like percent authentically who i am mm-hmm. and i never looked back and i've only ever felt amazing with it so i was like all right great let's do it
0: i <laughs> love that so much that's so yeah. great
1: yeah no it makes sense right like god is if they're if god is infinite then of course the his or her or, their. or her
2: or there or you know because like that's even the thing is like you know we always we read the bible in such a way where it's like people read the bible in such a way where it's like oh the bible is a translation mm-hmm. of how many what hundreds of thousands of years of just information right yep and yep. people have used it to justify some shitty things but also you know It can also be used or interpreted in a way that it's actually beneficial for you, right? Like, there's a I'm reading this thing. um, It's a I sent it to you. Like, it's called Alabaster. It's like a more visual perspective on the Bible or more visual perspective on faith. And there's a a book package that I have called like Creativity um, or the Beauty in Faith or the Beauty in Something. I have it over there. I have to look But <laughs> it talks about the creative perspective and being a creative individual and how that kind of works within this space of faith. And, you know, if we even just look at like God as a creator.
1: Yeah.
2: Like that, of course, that makes sense. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: They're a creator. Why wouldn't I be a creator? And if I am a creator or creative, you know, yeah. like yourselves, why couldn't you have an infinite perspective on what is possible?
0: Yeah, I I love that, and I love uh, that you talked about like the interpretation of the Bible. I feel like, Anna, I I don't know about you, but I actually like really enjoyed like Bible study when we were in high school because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I had a really good teacher. He was uh, a Jesuit priest. Um, Mm -hmm. and he was very, like, honest, like, about the Bible, like, with, like, a, but I felt like most of the class was never listening. The bitch next to me was always falling asleep, but, like, (laughs) but I, I always did well, I, I really enjoyed it, and I, what I was gonna say is, I feel like, because, you know, so many people use the, the Bible text to, uh, like, spew hate, and that's, you know, what turns off, I think, a lot of queer people to religion, but I would argue that, having studied the bible it seems like it's so much easier to not to pull that more accepting message because that is literally the core of like every message it seems and yet somehow like you know Mm -hmm. these people that use it as a weapon just like kind of dig around in there and just like let me find something that i can twist into like you know a weapon um it's it's just interesting yeah. It's like finding
2: a source for a research paper and you only pick the one sentence that makes sense in the context <laughs> was, of what you're writing. <laughs> that,
0: that's exactly it. That is exactly it.
1: But also, I love that you found a way to look at it and say, that's not going to determine my whole outlook on something that has meant so much to me. Because I feel like at least, yes, I, in high school, I did love I felt like we our high school education gave us more of a world accepting view on other religions and other type of cultures and ethnicities and and uh, again other religions than my actual church ever gave mm-hmm. me like mm-hmm. um I think our religion teacher you're referring to was the same religion teacher and he, yeah
0: the the priest he was like a, yeah he was a hard ass yeah he but, was so mean but but he was only mean fantastic. if you He was he was only mean if you didn't like listen and do the work, which it was actually not that difficult to do either of those things. So everybody's just making problems for themselves.
1: But he yeah, but he I remember like in his class, he was a priest had said like, yeah, women were never going to be the favorites.
0: Do you remember? Yes. 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 Wait, were we in the same class or he just kind of? (laughs) out?
1: (laughs) No, I think we might have been
0: in the same class and we didn't
1: know it. Uh, like, well,
0: to be fair, he did seat everybody alphabetical in that class. So if you yeah. were in that class with me, you would have been on the other side of the room by last name folks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yep, it was. So yeah, uh, but yes, he did say that. Uh, and I remember that sticking with me. But like a lot of the religion education we got there, I felt like, um, you know, not all of it was good. Like I, I took marriage and relationships oh, no. with that old Italian. Instructor, I'm not giving it oh. names because I don't know who's out there and like I don't need to cause, yes. you know. um But no, he, I he I know was, what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so he would always be like, being gay is not a sin, but like acting on it is. And I'm like, even then, like I was like, that doesn't seem right. So I'm just gonna, no. like, I I just ignored it. Like I was just like, I never like believed any of that stuff. Like I. Yeah. you know just it's like when they do you remember the pam stencil videos jesus christ those do i i know girlfriend i know girls
1: oh my god doug uh, i know the, girls we, that, we got that, broke those. Up, that broke up with their boyfriend after watching those videos because they didn't want to have sex anymore they were so scared pam, uh, Sten-
0: pam stencil you can google this woman she um she basically goes i don't know what she does now this because these videos look like they were made in like the 80s but yep. um, she would go to, like, high schools and basically very, like, sarcastically and very, like, angrily talk about how um, if you had premarital sex, you would definitely get an STD and you would definitely get pregnant. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. huh, Liberty University.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: She is, mm-hmm. like, known as, like, an abstinence-only sex okay, education. Yep. That
2: is absolutely lecture. it.
1: But – she it was like a three-part series Mm -hmm. and i remember oh my god i remember being so scared i was convinced at one point like a man even looking at me i'm gonna (laughs) die and be like abandoned by my family like it was so brainwashy that there were girls in our high school that broke up with their boyfriends after watching that video because they were like i can't have sex
0: and again even watching this i'm just like this doesn't (laughs) seem correct that makes no sense this isn't good
1: like, yeah, it was, it was, but again, we've, at least you, I know for Cola and I, we, have I mean, again, I've, I've walked away from a lot of that stuff because I didn't like mm-hmm. the messaging it was giving me, but I am again, yeah. similarly trying to find the messages again. That's because the thing is
2: like, go for it.
1: Oh no. I was going to say like, it is the, it, there is more to the message of it. It's not the people or the structure. There's more to the messages of it.
2: Exactly that. And I think a lot of it also has to do with your own personal feelings and relationships, right? Like, mm. ultimately, like, I had my moments where I, I guess you would say I walked away, like, you know, I don't, even to this day, even to now, like, I don't consistently go to church so much as mm-hmm. I consistently have, I guess, my practice of listening to music that inspires me mm-hmm. um, in a faith based way. Um, and then I do my devotions, I read. The things that I need to read, because like ultimately, it's that's how I find my energy and my joy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Mm -hmm. I would also say that. Do you do you know who Bishop Michael Curry is? Not offhand. Okay, so he is the leader. I think it's the Episcopal Church. He's like the leader, head bishop of the Episcopal Church. And Brene Brown actually did an interview with him, and the Mm. whole time it was like an it was an interview that I was like, "This is what Doug has been trying to like." Can you please send that to me? Yes, it's a fantastic. It is a fantastic interview because it was during the time of like you know more closely to like a lot of the the racial movements around you know Breonna Taylor and uh, George Floyd, right? Like Mm -hmm. during between that time period, because she was like, "How do you find?" how can you tie yourself to faith or religion? And so he's a black man, but also then like, you know, like where do like black lives matter and, you know, accepting of queer people, like where do all of these social justice identities come into play with religion? And he talks about a story in the Bible, especially like the old Testament. Um, he's like, we saw, like, if you look at it, he's like, you can interpret stories in the Bibles and see how relevant they are today. So he was saying that, um, oh God, like the story of Passover, right? Like Moses is saying, like, let my people go. And Pharaoh is like, no, no, right? Like, no. And he's like, I'm going to send a plague every day, right? Like, so he's like, what they were doing every day, people died, like, it's it was a form of rioting and protesting to some way. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, right? Like Pharaoh was like, all right, fine, free my people. And he's like, it's a very similar messaging, right? Like I'm fighting for justice. I'm demanding justice. Let my people go, free my people. And pharaoh and he actually brought up an interesting point he goes normally in the bible when we refer to a pharaoh there's a specific name that's tied to the pharaoh Mm -hmm. but in that like story so to speak there is no name it's just pharaoh so we could say that it's it's a it's a leader of some sort it's an entity it's a system it's a whatever government and Mm -hmm. he said it's so applicable to what we see today and i was like holy fuck like there it is in plain sight like but we don't i never thought of it that way because that's that's another thing that i think i just struggle with too is like how how can you support you know how can you be a feminist and then also claim to be like a a hardcore christian and it's like
0: you you can be
3: you can yeah
0: yeah people contain multitudes and uh yeah (laughs) i mean you know i uh i grew up catholic and like Uh, you know I think we've mentioned this before but like I just not just recently but it's been over time these past couple years since I came out and you know Mm -hmm. I'm like I never like thought I never felt like the church attacking me particular like that wasn't like what I was worried about in coming out like but Mm -hmm. I I thought I think when I after I came out that I'm like I don't I can't be religious or I can't believe you know but and the truth Mm -hmm. of the matter is is like I've always been like spiritual like I'll say a prayer when you know i yeah. need help you know like and i've yep. always done that because that's how i was brought up and yep. i then you know realize that it's like well you know god to me can be what i want that that to be like it doesn't have yep. to be with you know what we were raised with if that institution yep. doesn't make sense to me that's not god doesn't you know that he doesn't like or they don't whatever it doesn't subscribe yep. to an institution and that's the whole point i think um yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I think it manifests itself in whatever makes you your best self, right? Yeah. And I think it's interesting because like, if we are even just thinking about it from a a perspective of right, the golden rule, right? Mm. Matthew seven twelve, which is probably one of my favorite verses do unto others as you would do unto yourself. Like, they're simple. Like, yep. what I... Would I go and like treat somebody like shit if I don't want somebody to do the same to me? Absolutely yeah. not. However, we as human beings, as people who don't actually give a shit about anybody else, but ourselves
3: mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm.
2: don't do much more than that. Like if you yeah. boil it down to just that simple message, imagine how like people exist and would exist in the world amongst each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true. Right. If don't. people didn't
2: think about what's in it for me.
0: Yeah. Right. Always. I mean, like most of these, I mean, you, we all know that churches, are, they they don't get taxed and all that. There's all this. Stuff oh, yeah. That, yeah. It's, like, it's Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> That's, this is like, so then there is a difference for you. I mean, there's always been one for me, but so there's a difference for you then too is the difference between spirituality, like being spiritual versus being religious.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. For me personally, but what about you, Cola?
0: Yeah, I, I would say so. Like I um, I don't know. I don't. I I guess if people ask what my religion is, if I'm getting asked that question, I say Catholic. But I don't actually yeah. do anything aside maybe from celebrate Christmas and you know wish my parents <laughs> a happy Easter. But uh, <laughs> I I haven't gone to get ashes in a minute, so like <laughs> you know it's 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 kind of just like I, I don't know. I think God and I are, are solid. So I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, it's a gonna, personal relationship. Yeah, it's we're a personal doing. relationship. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I think that's different for everybody, you know, so. That's you know. for
2: sure. <laughs> What's well, interesting, uh, <laughs> funny enough, I wonder if if somebody from an outside perspective with no context context of religion <laughs> were to look at it and you look at how people value consumerism
3: Mm.
2: what would that look like i mean i work in advertising so i understand like i'm not i'm part of the problem if we're being completely (laughs) honest here i'm absolutely part of the issue like as to why people are straight up consumers and i am you know whatever Mm -hmm. but like with the way people value material things or even experiences right Mm -hmm. because people put a commodity behind like going out, living their best life, going on vacation. Look at how many people you've seen travel and like have their best vacations during COVID Mm -hmm. when you're meant to be at home, chilling like with your family and friends doing nothing because of the fact that, hey, guess what? People are fucking dying. Yep. So, you know, if I wonder what would happen if people looked at it like, all right, is the value on what you're doing for... Others or what you're doing to make sure you enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Would that be considered some form of religion in a way? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, because living the golden rule in some way.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That just reminded me that I was like thinking about how no one in the country was doing what they were supposed to basically. And, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) uh i felt like we pushed the wrong message from jump because we were just like if you wear a mask you can help other people not get sick and as you said it's like ain't like nobody fucking cares yeah -hmm. you've just been like wear a mask or you will pass away like that (laughs) (laughs) like you you, you you had to to make it more selfish
1: so then yeah i think this is the other thing i I think I struggle with a little bit is like, right, like this concept of the golden rule and whatnot is then why don't we? Everybody's why flawed. Me. You know? Well, Everybody's yeah, no, no. Flawed. 100% we are flawed. <laughs> I'm a chronic, chronic nail biter who can't fucking stop cursing and everything that she says. Like, yeah, okay, we all so, have flaws. so well, there's yeah. your answer. You
0: <laughs> 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 mean? I treat people like shit. I mean, no. No, but like, you know, everybody, there's so many factors into. I feel like that play into this more than just, uh, you know, I I don't know, I don't treat I try not to treat people like shit, unless yeah. they've already treated me like shit. Then <laughs> there we go. Eye for an eye. I've, there's the golden rule again. But I was just, but hold on, I was just gonna say
1: eye for an eye, and the whole world is blind. I so mean, then, Doug, how do you how do you not?
2: How do you? That's the thing. Is like it's it's hard to, I mean. There are moments. I I felt like
1: I'm sorry. I felt like I was interrogating you there for a second. I'm more more just really, really (laughs) curious. I'm more just really, really curious. Like, what are your thoughts on how do you not?
2: Anna, I've known you long enough to know that (laughs) if it's an interrogation, I will just hang up.
1: (laughs) No, that just felt so mean the way I said it. I was like, wait, no, that's not why I meant. It like a like fucking prove it to me. Like I'm some asshole. I mean,
2: well. If we all go blind, then, like, I guess it's kind of, like, we need to start learning how to read in Braille.
0: There we go. <laughs> wow. You can't help it, Anna. We're, like, vengeful Italians. Like, I do- truly work on that every day. Like, I truly have to work on, like, uh, you know, like, unless this is, because uh, the whole thing behind, like, revenge as I've gotten older is just, like, it doesn't actually satisfy you. Like, it doesn't no. bring what you're hoping to, and then... You know, so it's best to just let it go and stay away from those people just in the future. Well, I think
1: the only, so the only reason why I asked so rudely is because I think (laughs) recently I've been, I think that the only way we like get to that space is especially because of like our political environment, right? Like Mm. lately it's been so like other side is wrong, cancel culture and, like, all of this shit, and it's, like, yes, like, while I don't agree, I have to start thinking to myself, like, they, uh, with empathy, really, is ultimately the source of what I'm, like, this is how we get someplace good, is with Mm -hmm. empathy, right? And so, empathy will tell me, like, well, yes, I don't fucking agree with what they're saying, but they believe exactly what they're believing the way I believe what I am believing, right? And so, if I'm not... Uh, trying to find a more peaceful way that isn't vengeful towards these people. Am I any better than them just because I feel justified in what I believe? Well, does that make I, sense?
2: Yeah, um, Cola, do you want to take that?
0: No, Doug. I, want to figure out <laughs> I have, I have, I think I have different thoughts, and they're not. A choice, yeah. So you go first. <laughs> they are definitely not. They're definitely not. Cola's about to be like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." That is not true. No,
1: like, that is not
2: believe. it. I, I, I honestly like. I do think there's a level of empathy that needs to happen. But when empathy for us it's empathy because we understand, great, this is how this person believes. Um, but you're not gonna compromise your own values to no. prove what you believe, right? No. Whereas there are some people who will say they believe one thing and then turn around and do a completely fucking opposite. I mean, right. we look at the unfortunate passing of the cop that got beat by the polar or, or whatever mm-hmm. if we want to go politically like I can't. you look at all those unfortunate incidents of all these people losing their lives because even if it was about empathy or if it was about saying this is what I believe and I stand firm in that mm-hmm. but I also see the other side if some if if other people saw the other side and had empathy toward it I guarantee you people probably wouldn't be as Bad, yeah, as divided or as, as bad, or what's it's as, as like? What's the word I'm looking for?
0: <laughs> no, I think divided's the right word, though. Like, what it's that was kind of similar, actually, what I was going to say anyway. Um, because it, it's not like I, yes, we, like you said, we understand empathy and we're capable of empathy, but there's some people that are on that opposite side that do not understand empathy. And so you're just constantly hitting a wall then it's like, well, then why am I giving you my empathy to sit down and hear you like bark all these things? And it's just like, but when I, you know, like it, it has to work both ways. Like I'm fine with like wanting to have a teaching moment, you know, like as if they just pissed (laughs) on the carpet and you're just gotta be like, well now this is a learning moment, but And who teaches it is really important, right? Like there are certain, like there are
1: certain people that have to be the teachers in those moments. And then there are certain people that say like my, right, like my identity is not for me to teach you about, right? Necessarily all the time. Like, it's your, right. It's my ally, it's my allies or the allies in my community that look like you that need to be your teachers. 100%.
2: I mean, mean, go ahead. Go for it. I was going to say that's uh, honestly, I lean on you, like literally you, Anna, like we've had this conversation. And like, Cola, I'm going to lean on you in the same way. But like, it is not, for example, my job to teach somebody else about my identity. One Right.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: And I think even from like, even a queer perspective, right? From a black perspective, absolutely fucking not. Like, I've done too damn much already at this point in my life. And I'm only 30 years old. Like, there's no reason why we should be where we are with this. But we are. Yeah. So if we even just remove that and from a queer perspective even even more broadly in some regards like the fact that there are still people out there who believe firmly that queer folks should not even have the right to exist in a, a, a normative like some sort of normal relationship right with a right. partner that like that blows my mind yeah yeah fundamentally
1: yeah well because what like- you eat,
0: don't make them shit. So why do they care? That's, exactly. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Like that. I, that's my. That's worst. from Jay Z. I mean, that's a Jay Z line. Here we go. We brought it back. We brought it back. Yes. It back.
1: Look <laughs> at us. We brought it back. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Cola.
0: No, I mean, like that's what I I end up telling a lot of people. Like when they're even if they're telling me like and it i i tell you know you i t- take my own advice too because like i by saying it to other people then i remember to do it too it's just like mm-hmm. what's the situation with this person why do you care like are they does this right. affect your life in any way no then just leave it alone like it's oh, not worth yeah. it like yeah yeah
1: but- i i agree you yeah, know i i think in the last thing i'll just say then is what like right love thy neighbor or whatever it's like does that have an mm-hmm. exception to it is it like is it supposed to be unconditional like these are like the things that i constantly ask myself yep. in terms of like then where does my faith because i'm definitely 1000 a super spiritual person like like cola said my relationship with god we're good like we talk often like <laughs> we're tight yeah we're, we're bff <laughs> like he, he knows what's up or they know what's up but i think that's where i like kind of not struggle, that's not the word I want to say, but, like, I that's where I kind of am, like, where's that line of mm-hmm. I'm supposed to love this person unconditionally, but they don't think my queer friends, right, like, should exist. So it's, like, that, that, I guess it's, like, depends on what fucking spiritual guru you would choose to point at, but they would say, well, that's ego, right? Like, or...
2: Sure. I mean, I can still love somebody without having to talk to them ever.
1: <laughs> that is so like, true. That is yeah. like
2: yeah. legitimately. Like I feel as though you can absolutely have love and want the best for somebody without actually having to say a word to them because you disagree fundamentally with them. That's true. And yeah,
1: that's
2: true. I've had to like. I mean, I you, Anna, you know, for me, how many people I've cut out of my life because yeah. of the fact that. Sure, they might be good people to others and they might, they might have such a beautiful energy and people like them. Do they exist well within my space? Fuck no. So yeah. guess what? They're gone. Do <laughs> your life, live your life, be the best you. Like, I wish yep. you the best. I will never, ever wish harm on somebody. Yep. yep. But I also know that I don't want you around.
1: Yeah. yeah. As Colin I say,
0: we're going to let God deal with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
2: love
0: know, that. <laughs> oh, no, That's from my friend, Sam. Uh, yeah. And I, I always want to say that because I want to give her as much credit for that as possible because I fucking love that. She told me that to me when we were in college and because I kept telling her about this person I was hanging out with. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, this girl's a mess. And she's just like, you know what? She's like, I think you just need to be like, I'm going to let God <laughs> deal with you. And I'm like, oh, yes. that's great. I so so love so that. Good. Right? Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Oh, man.
1: Oh, my God. What a ugh! This this is exactly what I meant before when I was like, our conversations are always just so like like I don't even fucking know how we got here. Oh, because Mercury's no. in retrograde.
0: Mercury's in retrograde. Speaking of, <laughs> let's let's round let's uh, let's maybe cap it off here because my Zoom no. is giving me the ten minute warning <laughs> again. All right. Well,
1: Doug, we'll we'll definitely have to have you back. But thank you so much for yes, for seriously. joining us. Do you want to let the the people know where they can find you? Because you model um, yeah. and all that
2: stuff? Sure. So you can find me in one of two ways, my friends. Um, you can find me at Mr. Harrison, um, which is my production page. M I S T R underscore Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Or my model page if you want to see just pictures of me and only me and nothing but me. Um, it's you definitely Dug-ish. do. You D-O-U-G definitely. Yeah. underscore I-S-H. It's like, you know, I'm on my doug
1: Yeah, we're gonna we'll tag both for 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 those who want to follow him. And and like I said, I cannot wait to um, show people what you look like because I've hit on you multiple times during this (laughs) podcast and no one has a visual (laughs) to attach to it. So you all see what I'm what I'm talking about. But I usually do hit on Doug. So I don't want people to
2: think. Yeah, that's that's a common occurrence in our friendship.
1: Correct. We usually do hit on each other quite a bit. So yes. um, (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much again. Um,
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Of course, of course this is beautiful
2: we will yes. definitely can we have a part two soon
1: and Oh yes, like we have to, to follow
0: up on the feta pasta oh yeah we need oh, to yeah we gotta circle back to that and then we gotta <laughs> figure out who our favorite new york artist is yes yes we yes. will we will
3: yes
1: all right well we'll do this next week uh i'm anna i'm cola and we are two broads from brooklyn thank you so much for joining us have a
3: good night